sing like the birdies sing. Tweet, 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 tweet. Let's all sing like the birdies sing. Tweet, 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 tweet. Let's all warble like nightingales. Give your throat a treat. Take a dime from the bird. Now you all know the word. Hello again out there in uh, Berlin. It's uh, Anson Tebbets along with uh, Chip Darmstadt. Chip, you've got, I've got, I've got, we received a lot of seed catalogs over the last few weeks. Have you ordered any of your seeds as we plunk into February and then March, thinking about getting our seedlings starting? You know, I'm a, I'm a lazy gardener. I go to places like Gardener Supply and buy starts. <laughs> Don't tell anyone. Oh, wait, I just told everyone. Yeah, so yeah. no seeds for me, but uh, now that we've got some good raised beds, uh, you know, I can dream about the starts I'll buy later. No, I get I get a little, and I always want to start them too early. You don't really need to start them, but, you know, you can wait, you know, uh, ahead of time. But so, you know, February, and um, gosh, um, you got an event coming up. You, you're doing some bird trips in, in uh over the next couple of months, yeah, lots of lots of birding trips through the North Branch Nature Center. So you can see them all if you go to our the website northbranchnaturecenter.org. Look for the Adventures of Far page. But a couple that are coming up. Um, one in March is a trip to Cape Ann, Massachusetts. That's where Gloucester is. Um, lots of exciting winter birds: king eider, harlequin duck, purple sandpiper. We have a couple of spots left on that weekend trip. It's a two-nighter. And then in May, a little further out, heading back to one of my favorite spots, Cape May, um, early May. The dates are on the website, but we have a few spaces left on that trip too. So um, be fun to go birding with some of our listeners. What, what are some of the birds you might see in those regions that you might not see, uh, you know, not see in Vermont? Well, Cape Ann, um, you know, it's rocky shoreline, so that's a great spot to look for harlequin ducks. Also, uh, some of the alcids like black guillemot and common myrrh, um, if you're lucky, a dove key, um, the occasional king eider. Um, well, every year, king eider show up there. You could see barrels, golden eye, red-throated loon, uh, purple sandpipers, and then we also go over to um, Plum Island, uh, great spot for snowy owl, um, lots of sea ducks, long-tailed duck, uh, the scoters, redneck grebe. So lots of wintering birds um, along the coast that uh, are just, you know, we see them once in a while in Vermont or not never in the case of uh, some of these birds like the murs. Yeah, good stuff. And then uh, Cape May is New Jersey, is that right? Yeah, southernmost New Jersey, migration capital of the northeast or the eastern seaboard. Um, that time of year, warblers, it's all about the warblers and other migrants. Uh, things like summer tanager, Kentucky warbler, blue grosbeak, chat, prothonotary warbler, hooded warbler, uh, and lots of shorebirds too coming you know, by the thousands migrate through southern New Jersey. Um, yeah, amazing, amazing birds. Things like white ibis, um, yellow, yellow crab night herons, uh, all sorts of great coastal birds. Mm. So they kind of um, gather there and hang out and then disperse after that, huh? 
Yeah, well, it's, you know, in the fall, it's kind of a funnel, Cape May, but it's just as good in the spring when they're coming north because uh, they cross the Delaware Bay and hit land at, on Cape May. So uh, big fallouts are possible, but even if you don't get a, a fallout of birds, you can go to where they nest, like hooded warblers and prothonotary warblers, worm-eating warblers. Uh, you know, there's great habitat for those nesting birds. Mm, good stuff. What's a short-eared owl? You, you've been seeing or trying to see some short-eared owls, Chip? Yeah, well, um, I haven't lucked out, but I know people have been seeing them uh, in uh, the Day Creek area. Um, it's a it's a owl that winters in Vermont. They used to nest. I don't know that they do anymore. And uh, in particular, Dead Creek is probably the best place to go. And you have to go at dusk. Um, they could come out a little earlier if it's really overcast, but your best shot is to go this time of year. Go to Gage Road. So you could also go to the, the Goose Viewing area, right up at 17. But just to the south, there's another road called Gage Road. And there's now a um, parking area and a little um, uh, ramp that goes up to a, a very short, small platform, gives you some elevation. Don't know if it's open, but it, the construction looks like it's completed. And that's the great place to look for these short-eared owls at dusk. And they fly around like big floppy moths. Uh, you know, you don't. Have, it's, if you know, obviously they're out there probably at night too. But if you go at dusk, you can see them hunting. It's really something to see. Yeah, that land is uh, pretty flat out that way. Um, and um, you know, what's it look like? I mean, the short-eared owl. Can you see the ears at all? Um, you know, even if it's perched and it's pretty close, you might not see the ears. And, and in flight, you definitely won't see them. Um, they're a brownish owl. Um, their flight is very distinctive. It's very floppy. Um, and that's they hunt on the wing. And it's, a brown, it's brownish overall. There's some black markings underneath and a big tawny patch. Um, I think you can see it up mostly on the upper side of the wing. But it's often you know, how it flies that really kind of uh, attracts your attention and lets you know it's a, a short-eared owl. Um, you know, it, it, the I, I almost want to say like it's like a northern harrier, but they're much floppier and they don't do the dihedral thing. But they fly pretty close to the ground like a northern harrier, looking for their their prey, mostly rodents. Um, and again, they're crepuscular. They hunt at dawn and dusk, so you have a good chance of seeing one if you go there this time of year. Again, Gage Road, just drive to the very end of Gage Road, um, you know, 4.30-ish or so is probably a good time to get there. And uh, you may get lucky and see see the short-eared owl. Mm. Cool. And, and comparing to the barred owl, what's, this, what's the size? I think they're smaller. Um, and if you saw one perched, um, it definitely would look smaller. But the wings are, you know, fairly long and broad. Um, so it looks, it's a, you know, it's a fairly substantial owl, um, you know, definitely bigger than a, than a screech owl, um, you know, smaller than a snowy owl or great horned owl, of course. Uh, by the way, great horned owl, good spot to listen for great horned owl right there as well. So smaller than a bard, but it will look big when it's in flight because of those broad wings. Mm. Kind of neat. Yeah, so the uh, short-eared owl. Yeah, well, it's kind of that time of year where um, um, you're hearing more owls, particularly a barred owl. We don't have, I don't think we have any great horned owls up here. 
We don't have any sawed owls really to speak of either. Um, they they've migrated most likely, right? Some stick around. Yeah. Um, most migrate. Most migrate, but you know there are some individuals that do spend the winter. They try to hold on to a territory all year long. So you know they're you know they're not very vocal though, and they're strictly nocturnal. So seeing one or finding one is really a big challenge. Hmm. Did we talk about the backyard bird challenge? Did we talk about that yet? We... Oh, I don't think we did. That's coming yeah, up. That's coming up. Coming up, right? It's coming up. Yeah. So this is a, an annual project of Cornell Lab of Ornithology and National Audubon, and it's open to everyone to participate. Um, you do need a, uh, an eBird account, however, but you don't need to be a pro at eBird to participate. There's a little tutorial on the Great Backyard Bird Count website uh, coming up February 17th to the 20th. And all they ask is you submit at least one checklist of 15 minutes long sometime during that four-day period. But you can submit you know, 20. Um, it's up to you. Yeah. And it can be right at your feeder. It can be a, 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 a walk in the local park, uh, whatever you want to do. Um, and all you need to do is get an eBird account, which is easy. Uh, if you Google eBird, you'll, you'll be able to figure it out. It's free. Um, just to warn you, it's addictive. Uh, love eBird. Um, and anyone can participate. Yeah, good stuff. All righty. Well, we do, have to, uh, we do have to fly out of here for another weekend. Until next time, I'm Anson Tebbets. I'm Chip Darmstadt. Or the words. I'll sing like the birdies sing. Tweet, 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 tweet. Let's all sing like the birdies sing. Tweet, 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 tweet. Let's all warble like nightingales. Give your throat a treat. Take your time from the bird. Now you all know the 